Welcome to the Laivana podcast. I am Ivana, your host, life coach, and motivational blogger. I'm here to help you create your own version of a dream life. Each week, you'll hear mindset shifts and action steps that you can implement into your daily life to start living a life you're excited about. Are you ready to go all in on your dreams? Then, let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Laivana podcast. My name is Ivana Skodic and today we have Nicole Middleton joining us all the way from New Zealand. Nicole is a soul aligned business coach, which you're going to hear more about in a bit. And I'm recording this intro after the interview is all done. So trust me when I say that this episode is jam packed with value and advice on how to let go of what's holding you back and start living a life you're passionate about. Nicole is so generous with sharing valuable advice and her story on how she went from working a job she didn't even like to now being a location independent coach is such an inspiration. So if you want to learn all about how you can go after the life you want, then keep listening. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the Laivana podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. I'm really, really glad to be here. So before we start, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, perfect. So um, my name is Nicole Middleton and I am South African living in Wellington and I've been living here for about five years now. So I am a soul aligned business coach for the listeners listening at the moment. And um, I have just been building my business over the last couple of years to where it is now, um, which is I'm now full time in my business doing this full time from a laptop. I can work from every, anywhere that I want um, and I'm changing people's lives, which is just so beautiful. It really lights me up. So um, I've got a, I'm a, I'm a mum and a mum to be, I've got a baby on the way and I've got a little two year old. So that's been a journey in itself and it's, it's absolutely incredible. So building my baby business up and building my human babies up is, is, is challenging doing it at the same time, but it's such a beautiful experience. And I love leading people through that experience as well, especially mums as well too to show them what's possible, to show everybody what's possible. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now you're a coach and you have a location with independent business. But uh, when you started your business, was it always like what it's today or how did it grow to what it is today? Yeah, good question. So um, no, it was never, it wasn't location independent in the beginning. It was this pretty hard work doing full-time work, um, day job and then coming home at night and working on my business constantly. So the the idea was to just quit and go full time in the business, but sometimes that's not going to happen very soon. And also when you've got kids, you've got responsibilities and, and all these things. I, I often watch people do it pretty easily because there's no real risk involved when it comes to um, if they're single and have no kids and they just pack up and, and move to Bali and it's a beautiful experience. And I've been like, Oh, um, so having a baby and a two, so this is the business is about three years old and my baby's almost about three years old. So it's, they happened at the same time. They've been growing at the same time. So developing this thing from where it was to where it is now has been a, I think, a challenge but it's a beautiful challenge because I think this is the normal path that a lot of people do follow and I often say to myself if I didn't go through these cha- these challenges of having a full-time job and having to, to balance a baby and a full-time job and a business I wouldn't be able to help other people through the challenges that I went through if it was super easy and it just all came naturally and I was able to quit and do it full-time and I had all this time on my hands I wouldn't be able to help people with their challenges because I wouldn't understand them. So I think it's been a beautiful journey for me as well as learning all those challenges. So in the beginning, it was a full-time job that I hated. I didn't want to be there. All I wanted to do was work on the business that so lit me up in helping people um, see what lights them up and developing the business and everything like that. And then I slowly went from got working full-time to working part-time. And then I, I just recently, about six months ago, went full time in my business. So it's been a really awesome journey. 
So yeah, super, super excited. <laughs> it's great that you managed to go full time. And it's true what you said that through those challenges is when we learn. Exactly. And we can help others. Otherwise, you know, if you just, if you don't go through them, other people don't, you don't get other people's challenges as well. So I think everything's a lesson and everything's there for me to be able to share it with the world as well. And uh, you mentioned building a soulfully aligned business. So how would you define a soulfully aligned business and what does it mean for you? Uh, so soulfully aligned means that you've, you've got a business that kind of works for you, that lights you up. It's not something that you're building in, in a way that what happens in business is there's so many people telling you so many different things and they're telling you things that you have to do this a certain way. Otherwise you're going to fail. And I don't, I can't even tell you how many times that I was told that like, just follow this, just do this. Don't ask questions. Just do it my way. My way is the way that I got success. So it'll be the way that you got success. And while that could be true, while you could follow their way and get success, if it doesn't feel aligned to you at some point you're going to burn out or it's not going to light you up anymore. Like it's exciting in the beginning, even if you can feel, Oh, this is not quite how I would want to run my business. So in the beginning, you're still doing what everyone's telling you to do, but it's not quite right. And if you build it that way, you will find success because if you're taking action and you're doing, you, you will find success, but it won't be, the aligned success that comes effortlessly and it comes at, at such a beautiful flow. And that is the aligned, soulful aligned business that I want to help you build because you want to build the business from the beginning that you want to actually run in the future that is successful. You don't want to have to then change it and go all these other different directions. Once you've only then burnt out and once you realize that's not the soulfully aligned way. And essentially what soulfully aligned is, is what speaks to you and your soul. So it's about listening to all the different advice and all the different techniques and everything. And yes, trying some of them out to check if they are for you. And then understanding that you get to choose your own way as well. And you get to do things your own way as well. So when it comes to my co coaching as well, I tell people and I show people, I say what, what's worked for me. I show what's worked for my mentors, what worked for friends in business. And there's a, there's a fine line between saying, oh, no, I'm not going to do that because it feels a bit uncomfortable because you've never done it before. Like, let's say getting on a live stream on Facebook or something like that. A lot of people are like, hell no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but the thing is, that is so super, super important when it comes to social media marketing, because video is like, I think it's 85, or it used to be 85%. People watched video 85% more than they read or did anything else. So it's a really smart move to get on video and get comfortable with being on video. I think now that after COVID's happened and everything and people are more on video, um, people are watching, I think, 99% more than anything else. So video is the way to go. And if you're feeling uncomfortable with it, that's okay. It's something that you can learn and grow into. There's a different line of things where someone's pushing you to do something that really you can feel in your soul is not for you. And an example of this is like cold calling and getting people onto um, your phone. And then once they're on their phone, not allowing them to get off until you've got their credit card details when you're trying to make a sale. So that's something that's happened to me personally. That was the way that we had to do it. That was the way that someone was coaching me to do it. And I was like, no, this doesn't feel right. Like, why am I forcing these people to buy from me? They should be wanting, they should be ready and willing to buy from me because I've led them in a way that they're like, hell yes, I want to work with this person. Not, well, get the credit card, give me your credit card. And they're like, oh, I'm not sure. And you, oh no, it was just horrible. So that's, you, you know, when you're working through these things, what is soul aligned and what's just a little bit of fear and uncomfortability that you need to work through. So when you're building a soul aligned business, the real important bit of it is the 80% of being. Who are you being when you're building that business? And that comes down to your values. It comes down to your alignment to those values, your mindset, your, your focus, your energy, your leadership, all of those kind of things. And then the last tip of the iceberg is the aligned action. So taking aligned action from the place of understanding your values and understanding what it is that you want to build 
and not just taking everything in that everyone's saying and doing it. That's completely not the way you want to do it. And I think if you do it that way, you build a business from the start that totally lights you up. And when I say lights you up, that literally does. It lights you up. It fuels you to work harder. It fuels you to have the energy. It fuels you to find the time to work on your business when it's aligned. As soon as it's not aligned, it becomes a hustle and a grind and it becomes burnout and it tires you out. And no matter how much you want it, if you're not doing it the aligned way, it's going gonna, it's gonna to break you. That's so true. It's such a difference. And it's something that I've experienced as well, you know, having coaches and other people telling me what I should be doing. But at the end, if you're doing that, you're just what you said, you know, it leads to a burnout because you're not doing yeah. things that you want to do, but what someone else is forcing you to do. Yeah, exactly. So you have to be able to listen to that and choose your own way. Uh, what would you say? How can we discover what's aligned with us? What are some techniques you recommend or different ways that we can find out what's aligned mm -hmm. with what we want? Yeah. So listening to your, your body, um, this is such a good way. It's actually just being present with who you are and what you're about. So those, those couple of things that I mentioned before is getting really clear on what you value um, and getting aligned with those values. And what I mean by getting aligned with those values is, for example, if you have a value of joy and you're not choosing joy out of everything else, if you, for example, if you are so busy all the time and you're working, you're working and joy is one of your mo main values and your child is wanting to play with you and you're not choosing to play with them, that, that simple thing of playing with them for 10, 15 minutes is going to light you up. It's going to light them up. It's going to fuel you with your passion and your, um, it's going to fuel you with joy and energy. Whereas if you just like, no, I have to get this done. I have to do this. I have to do this. That's so totally out of alignment. So following what lights you up, and I call it following your fuck yes, is so, so super important because every time you do that, you, you get this new renewed sense of energy to do something next. And a lot of people, when it comes to trying to figure out what they're supposed to do and trying to get into alignment and trying to find their purpose and their passions and everything are going, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to do this? Because one, I've got so many passions. So how do I choose the one that I have to do for the rest of my life? And two, maybe I, I don't, I'm not that passionate about everything, anything, because I'm passionate about a lot of things. Um, and the, the thing to do there is first, just follow what lights you up, follow your fuck yes, because you don't have to do anything for the rest of your life. And that's what people always focus on. Okay, well, if I choose this thing now, this is the thing that I have, especially when you're like... 30 or 40 and you're like mid-age and you're oh my gosh I have to choose something now and then this is the thing this is the thing for the rest of my life and that's just not the case because if you are totally aligned I call it the wildfire effect whatever actions you take now are going to have such an effect on your life and the people around you that you don't you won't even recognize your future you won't even recognize where it's going to go. Like you can imagine and you can visualize and everything like that so that you can work towards something much bigger than yourself. But whatever happens now in alignment is going to ripple out into the future and you won't even recognize it. So the key is to take the step now, take the step that lights you up now without the fear of, oh, what do I have to do this for the rest of my life? Don't worry about that. Does it light you up in this moment? And follow that instinct because what often happens is that they always say that you, you're not going to know what the next step is. You have to kind of go through this doorway, this portal to see where to go next. And maybe that is quitting your job or maybe it's getting this other job that you, you actually do want to not have a job and go full time in your business. But maybe it's getting this new job because that's going to lead you to meet someone that'll help you start your business or maybe it's like you have to, you've got this instinct that you want to quit your job and go to Bali, but you're like, I can't do that. Why would I do that? That's insane. Like you, you don't, just can't do that. But maybe in Bali, cause you, the mind says, I can't go live in Bali for the rest of my life, but it doesn't have to be forever. You just do the thing that's really calling to you. And then maybe in Bali, that's where you're finding something else and it will take you on a completely different direction. So it's all these zigzags back and forth, but it's about trusting that zigzag 
and not, you don't have to understand where that zigzag is taking you. You just have to take that step and see where it leads and then see the people that you're introduced to, the opportunities you're introduced to, the doors that are opening for you. And the lessons that you learned through that part of the journey will open up new doorways and new opportunities and new lessons and all these things. And through all those zigzags, you'll eventually end up in this place that you wouldn't have even imagined <laughs> where you started. You wouldn't have even seen yourself where you started back then. So follow the fuck yes. Follow the fuck yes. And then the second thing is follow the fear. The fear that you feel, the, probably some of the biggest fears that you have are your calls to action. It's calling you to move out of your comfort zone because your comfort zone is where your dreams go to die. So if there's, and when you think about fear, you don't fear anything that's not important to you. Anything that's not important to you, you don't fear. You don't even think about it. It's out of your mind, it's out of your soul, everything, it's, it's completely pushed away. So I often tell people if they can't figure out what they're passionate about, what do they fear the most? And often it is what they're doing currently. It's what the, it's the, the, often the answer is being in the same place I am now in a year's time or five years time or 10 years time. That's some of the biggest fears that often come up for my clients. And it's just like, okay, well, what is then the risk of doing what you want to do? Because the other fear that they have is the fear of failure. But the risk of not doing what you want to do, you're already failing because you're already coming straight back to the thing that you don't want to do, which is to be in the same place in a year or five years or 10 years. So the best thing to do is to do something and fail because you'll still be back here, but you would have learned all these epic things or it would have taken you on a different journey. So you won't be back in the same place. But even if you do come back in the same place, you've learned all these magnificent things that you can now take and go again and go again and go again. The journey of entrepreneurship and going into business is not a straight line. And often people compare there where they are to all these people that have started and gone back and forth and zigged and zagged and done all these things and failed a hundred times, but they compare where they are now to the person that they see on Instagram in this massive success. And that's just not the case. So when they fail, it's like, oh my gosh, I failed so badly. But the beautiful thing I think is when people start talking about their failures, because then they can teach other people that failure is okay. Failure is okay. Please go and fail a lot of times <laughs> because the more you fail, the more you learn. And that's a beautiful thing. So follow, follow your fuck yes and follow your fears are two of the best ways to figure all of that out. And I love what you said about failures because, you know, if you're failing, it still means that you're doing something. Yeah. You're still going in some direction. And as you've said, you know, you have all of these lessons. So you're only going to improve with time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're a completely different person when you've, you've taken action and failed compared to not taking action. Yeah. It's, it's, it's much better. It's a much better place to be. From your experience or maybe from what you've learned, what would you say? What are some signs that tell us that we are on the wrong path and that something needs to change? Mm. again it's it's got to do with emotion but i i want to i want to tap into that a little bit i don't believe that there is a wrong path i honestly don't believe that you can ever be on the wrong path because like that like what i was saying originally is the the zig and the zag like you might go in circles you might get lost you might go off in a, in a strange direction but it's all the same path i don't think you ever are off on a wrong path Everything, every single thing that is happening to you is happening for you. So whatever direction you go in, whether it's the universe pushing you in that direction to learn something or pushing you into that direction to get you out of a different situation, either way, you are on a path so that you can learn something, so that you can grow, so that you can go do something. So I don't think there's a wrong path. That's the first answer to that question. But what I do think is that you need to start listening to your body and listening to your emotions because your emotions are calls to action. So if you're sitting in a place and you're not listening to the calls of like either your fears or that fuck yes, follow ooh, that inspiration that goes, maybe I should go do this thing. And your mind stops you and goes, who are you to think that you can do that thing? Like maybe I should write a book and your mind goes, 
you're not an author. You're not a writer. Like, who do you think you are? Like, what would you even write? Like, what would you call the book? Like, you don't even know those things. So how can you be a writer? So your mind stops you from doing those things. But if you listened to those callings, if you listened to those those little pieces of inspiration and you followed them, that would be your call to action. Now, the opposite of that is when you don't listen to that stuff and you stay exactly where you are in your unhappy job or you stay in an unhappy relationship or you're in an environment that you just, that doesn't, that you can feel you're supposed to be somewhere else, you belong somewhere else, then you don't listen to that. Often what happens is that you, you get these, experiences that push you in different directions like you lose your job <laughs> i love it when people tell me they've lost their job because honestly like it, it's it's such a good thing for them because i'm like okay well what is this telling you this is pushing you in a direction like this is giving you the opportunity that you because you weren't listening to that calling of maybe i should leave my job and go start a business maybe i should leave my job and and do my passion. I've always wanted to start a clothing line or I wanted to write a book or these are some things that people have these passions or I wanted to open a bakery. I've always wanted to be a baker or what all those things that you think you want to do, but your brain says, no, I'm an accountant and I'm making a lot of money. So I might as well do this and I, I need to support my family. And I need to do all these things. And it doesn't make sense to do those things that my brain, my heart is calling me to do. But when you don't do that, what happens is you might lose your job or things might happen in your life that force you into a different situation so that you can go follow those things, so that you can go and follow those things. So I often see that when those bad things happen, the question to ask is why? What is this showing me? What opportunity is this giving me? Because what have I not been listening to? What, what calling, what inspiration have I not been listening to that this is now giving me the opportunity to listen to or the opportunity to try? So yeah, listen, <laughs> listen to your inspiration, listen to the callings, listen to your emotions. If you're in a bad place, it's because you're in a bad place. If you're feeling like that, that, that feeling of this is not right, this is not for me, there's something more, then follow the inspiration to something more. Those are calls to action. So listen to your body, listen to your emotions. And it's such an empowering way to empowering perspective to look at those things that seem at first negative. But when you think about what's that teaching you, what's that telling you, then you change mm -hmm. the whole experience around. Yeah, exactly. It gives you a lot of opportunity for growth. For our listeners who want to go after what they're passionate about, what are the top three tips that you can share with our listeners to help them activate their potential and follow their passion? Again, it's, it's going back to follow your fuck yes. Follow your fuck yes. That is the number one thing that I can tell you to do because it's not going to make any sense. A lot of the time it doesn't make any sense. And a lot of the time if, if you get pushed into it from circumstances that are happening in your life, sometimes it can be super, super scary. So it's about understanding the fear model and understanding um, that you've got your comfort zone and then you go into the fear zone, which is where that's where everybody stops. They're like, oh no, this is so scary. And then they go back to the comfort zone. And that's generally their old job, their old relationships, their old like habits, routines, patterns. They go back to that because it's familiar. And your brain is not, it's not programmed to give you something that's fulfilling. It's not programmed to give you a fulfilling, happy life. It's programmed to give you a safe life. It's programmed to keep you safe. And what is what you've always done and what you've always been before is a safe life. If you change out of that, that's the unknown. And the unknown is freaking scary. And the brain goes, ah, what are you doing? We have to go back to our safe zone, like our comfort zone. So that's where people stop is in the fear. So I think one of the, the tips is to push past that fear, is to learn to embrace fear, learn to walk with your fear, because the fear is always going to be there. I think what, that's one of the things that people don't understand is that, you know, these people that are, are running their businesses and, and traveling the world and doing all these epic things are fearless. They're not. They've just learned to 
see the fear, feel the fear and go, okay, well, great. I'm glad you're trying to keep me safe, but can you get in the back seat? I'm driving. So embrace the fear and understand that it's always going to be there. And you just have to take the action. You have to take the step. You have to move forward no matter how much, how scary it is. And it never gets less scary. <laughs> That's what people don't understand as well. It's never going to get less scary. It's not like your fear goes a little bit, a little bit less. It's every single time that you need to level up or make a major decision or change a direction or, you know, um, at every level of your business, when you get bigger and bigger and bigger, that fear is still there and it's still freaking scary. Um, but you just, you've just learned to now push through it and, and take some action anyway. So follow the fuck yes, embrace your fear. And probably the last tip is get around people that understand your dream because one of the biggest things that people don't that they listen to is other people's opinions and often what happens in business is that when you when you have this idea that you want to start a business and go this different way and um, there's a lot of people in your life that think you're insane there's a lot of people in your life that go no you need to get a real job you need to be responsible you need to do this like what are you doing? This doesn't make sense. You're taking these major risks. Like, how can you be doing this? And you are going to have those people. But if you don't have another group of people, they totally get that you can do this thing because they've done it as well. If you don't access a tribe of people, whether it be online or finding a network of people in, in real life, in where you are, if you don't do that, that those people's opinions that think you're crazy are going to bring you down. You have to be super strong to do it by yourself and be like, no, I've got this guys, mom and dad, friends, brothers and sisters, uh, co old coworkers, all of those people are going to be like, she's insane. She started a business and she's working from home from her laptop. Like she's, she's gone insane. But if you find and calibrate to the people that have also done it, that believe it's easy. Like, of course you can do that. You know, those people that are like, yeah, I did that. And I'm making so much money now. I'm living, I'm my, my office is the beach sometimes because I just feel like it. Um, I, I get to pick up my kid from school whenever I want, when I miss him. Um, what, like whatever those things are that your values are that you want to do, the spontaneity of life is often what calls to me is, um, one of the things that, I really wanted was if I dropped my kid off at school and he was like, I don't really want to go to school today. He's two by the way. <laughs> and he did this the other day. He said, I don't want to go to school. I want to go to granny. He just, and he was so upset. He didn't want to go to school. I have the power now to be like, okay, I'm not going to force you to go to school. Let's go have an ice cream or let's go sit on the beach or let's spend the day together. And for me, that is so super powerful. So understanding and getting in collaboration with people that have done this before, that show me it's possible, that show me that I'm not insane, that I can do this and calibrating to that success is a major, a major path on this journey because you, you need those people to show you what's possible. Yeah, that's so important. And I actually had someone uh, in the beginning, they told me, well, you can do that as a hobby, but try to find a real job. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. it's definitely important to surround yourself with people that will show you what's possible and that will empower you, especially in the beginning when you don't really believe in yourself. So having exactly. those people who have already done it, it's so important. And your brain will also try and sabotage you. So your brain, remember, is still trying to keep you and get you back into your comfort zone. Your brain is still trying to get you back to your safe zone. So anytime things get a little bit more difficult in your, in your business, it might not even be um, the people around you. Those people around you, those comments will be in your brain forever. And at some point when it gets a little tough, you might be thinking, maybe they were right. You don't want to think that. Maybe they were right. Maybe I couldn't do this as a real job. Maybe I shouldn't have started this thing. Maybe, I, maybe it's not going to work. Maybe, and that's your brain trying to get you back into your safe zone. But what it doesn't understand is that you are, you're trying to access that place that is safe, but it doesn't understand that when you grow into this next level place, that place will also be safe. It can't see that because it's the unknown. 
So having those people that you can calibrate to and that can pull you out of that space of going, oh my gosh, can I actually do this? And that, that could be a group of friends that have all got businesses that like, no, that, that mindset is, is, it happens. That limiting belief, it happens. Just push through it. You can do it. You can do it. We've all done it. You can do it too. Either having those friends in business or having a coach that you can speak to um, however often you speak to your coach that can go like, nope, that's a limiting belief. You can do this. Everybody's done this before. Or having a community on Facebook or Instagram or like just a community of people that you're following. Maybe you're not even interacting with that much, but you're following and you're seeing the potentiality of what they've done. Or you're in a community Facebook group or something like that, that people are also posting their fears and their limiting beliefs and saying they're going through these same things. And then a whole lot of people comment and say, don't worry, you got this. We've done it before. You can do it as well. You need all three of those things or at least one to take you away from your brain that's telling you you can't and take you away from the people that are telling you that you can't because you absolutely can. <laughs> so uh, from your experience, what do you think, what's the main way that we hold ourselves back and what are some ways to overcome that so that we can step into our full potential? One of the biggest ones is I, I call it OPOs, which is other people's opinions. The fear of judgment, the fear of criticism, that is that holds people back so fully um, because you know we are we are community based we are humans we we thrive on connection and community and, and tribes and going back all the way into like the cave era your brain if you if you were out of the tribe and your tribe shunned you you would die you would literally die because you didn't have your tribe so the fear of other people's opinions, the, the fear of judgment and criticism and being shunned from the tribe is like this primal instinct in us. And it's what's one of the biggest ones that holds us back from anything that we ever do. And when you can learn to overcome other people, the fear of other people's opinions and actually listening to those other people's opinions, when you can get over that, that is something that's going to propel you so much more forward. Um, that and the fear of failure are probably the, the two that link up the most. But the fear of failure is, is often linked to the tribe thing because it's what will they think if I fail? What would they say if I fail? So it's linked back to, the again, the tribe and what will my people think? So that's why, again, it's so important to get a new tribe of people that will support and, and, and grow you and help and nurture you so that you can grow into this next level version. And one of the ways that I love to work with my clients on these two fears is that is building a version of you from scratch that you can often tap into. And I, I love talking about this because Beyonce did this when she was trying to level up in a different version of herself. So Beyonce started off as a church girl. She was a singer in a church and she was a little girl and she was all church girl going and like very serene and and then she was going to become a pop star, a superstar, like a bootylicious, fierce person on stage. And now how was she going to do that? And what will people think of her? What will they say? All the other people's opinions are going to start to matter. So in, to get herself out of that mindset, to push that, those thoughts away, she developed this alter ego called Sasha Fierce. She developed Sasha Fierce so that she could embody this next level version of herself and she could completely not be that church girl anymore so that she wouldn't worry about what people thought about her. She could step onto that stage and she wasn't Beyonce anymore. She was now Sasha Fierce. And over time, every time she did that, Sasha Fierce and Beyonce became the same person. So this is what I teach to my clients is build your super self, your soul self, the self that really calls to you. And often these are the things that you think you need in order to be successful. Like, I could never do that. I need to be more confident or I could never do that. Um, she's got so much courage. She just takes so much action or I, I need more um, patience in my life. Cause if I had more patience, I'd be able to deal with my kids better and I'd be able to deal with my husband better or um, I need more freedom in my life. And it's about, again, going back to those values and understanding what you need in your life and what's really important to you. 
And then what characteristics you think you need that you think you don't have, because you really do. You've built this identity up over the last, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 years. You've slowly built it up unconsciously. And what you're doing now when you're building your alter ego, when you're building your soul self, is you're building an identity consciously. You're choosing the identity that you want to step into. So you choose the, the characteristics, the skills, the, the way she walks, the, how she dresses, the way she talks, the confidence that she has, the way she speaks to other people, her entire lifestyle you can build out. And then when you need to do something like tell people what you do or um, get up and speak or jump on a podcast or whatever it is, when you want to show up in the way that you think you need to, you tap into this person, you tap into your soul self and you show up at this as this next level version. And what that does is that of course she's confident and successful because this is the person that you've developed is the person that is the five years from now or 10 years from now. So she's done the thing that you want to do. She started the business. It's successful. She's got so many clients. She's making a lot of money. She's working from a laptop at the beach and somewhere else. She's, her family is just so sorted that she doesn't have to worry about money. Her, she's retired her husband. That's one of my goals. I want to retire my husband. Um, so that's like, she's done all the things that you want to do that you desire to do. She's done it. She's been doing it for years. And when you tap into that power, you tap into that confidence and that, that poise and that all of that, that you think you need to be successful you start being, and this is that soul aligned business again. It's the 80% being. You start being who you need to be to get what you desire. And when you can do that and you lead from that place rather than the place of fear and the fear of judgment and the fear of all these other things, when you lead from a place of that power, then anything is possible. That's so powerful. And I love the example that you mentioned with Beyonce. Yeah, <laughs> love Beyonce. <laughs> Since you mentioned at the beginning of this interview how your business has grown since you started, what were some limiting beliefs that you had to let go of in your own journey in the last few years to get to where you are now? I think the, the, the best thing is to let, that I had to let go of what is the perception of what other people have of me, um, that what they think I'm capable of or what they think that I can and cannot do. Um, again, it coming, it's coming again down to the other people's opinions, but some of them, for example, was a lot of people don't understand what a life coach is. And when I started this, this business, I was a life coach, a soul coach, a spiritual development coach. Um, and I, I helped people understand what their life purpose was and how to, how to get there and how to break free from that comfort zone and live a life that was aligned. And people don't understand that. I mean, when I started, I, when someone said that I should be a life coach, I was like, Pfft what's a life coach? That's not even a real job. Like why, why would I do that? So I think that that judgment that I had on being a life coach reflected out into other people and um, what they didn't understand made me fear that maybe this wasn't the right thing. So though that worrying about what other people think is such a huge belief that we need to get over. And often what what their opinion is is either a reflection of us of our own fears like worrying what will people think if i say they're a life coach that i'm a life coach that that often will make people that's a reflection of what i think so it's about overcoming that through getting that empowered state is over is believing so fully in myself and my own self-worth and my own loving what i do and who i am and what i'm doing and not caring what people don't understand. So if you, uh, in the beginning, I used to go to a, um, like a, you know, just normal social gatherings with people I didn't know. And they'd be like, oh, what did you do? What do you do? And if you, if I said I'm a life coach or something like that, often their face would be like, oh, mm -hmm, okay. Like not like that's not a real job. And they're probably not even thinking that. But in the beginning, I had, I had to get over that that's not a real job. And that was the fear of other people's opinions because any little Google that you can have at the moment will tell you that getting into the coaching industry and an online business is booming at the moment. It's like, I think 
88% at the moment and it's only just growing and growing and growing. So anybody who says it's not a real job is just, it's, it's, it doesn't even make sense in your brain anymore, but it's about finding that power and find understanding that whatever they believe is a reflection of them, or it's about something that you need to get over yourself. But 99% of the time, what other people think is totally on them and got nothing to do with you. So if you just ignore what they think and just go your own way and do your own thing and follow your fuck yes, you'll be absolutely okay. And now when you, um, when you do your limiting beliefs, it's about if you can tap into that alter ego, that soul self, then you almost bypass your limiting beliefs because what it takes to get over a limiting belief is three actions, three to four actions of the opposite belief. So if you can basically hack your brain to say that, like, let's say your, your limiting belief is I'm not good enough. If you can tap into your soul self and show your brain that you are good enough, you are capable, you're doing the thing and prove to it three or four times that belief starts to shift in your brain. And that's such an easy way to get over those limiting beliefs because your brain needs two or three, three to four pieces of evidence to prove it wrong. And then it starts believing a new belief. So it's not that hard to get over those beliefs, but you have to tap into that next person, that next level self. I think I saw something the other day that I absolutely loved. It said, put your hands up in the, it said, put your hands up in the air and tell yourself that you can't put, bring them down. So you say, I can't bring them down and bring them down. And you just proved your, your brain wrong. And then it says, say, I cannot jump in the air and then jump in the air and prove your brain wrong. These are things that you're telling yourself. It's the same as a limiting belief. You tell your brain that you can't do something and then you do it. Then your brain goes, hang on. She just did something that she said she couldn't do. Now, anything else that you said that you couldn't do in the past your brain won't believe that you can't do it anymore. So you've just re rewired your brain in about 30 seconds. So anything that you say you can't do, now you can go out and do it. Just go out and do it. So yeah, pretty crazy. We can, we can hack our brains. That's so true. You'll create new evidence for that. And then yes. that new action becomes more familiar than what you were previously afraid of. Exactly. And so, yeah, people think it's so hard, but it only takes three to four pieces of evidence. Three to four. So easy. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned a few times following fuck yes. So how would you describe that? Is that like a feeling in your whole body? How does that feel? How can we know that it's an absolute fuck yes? Yeah, I say fuck yes, because it's such a strong, it's such a strong feeling. And I think you do get over time, you do get used to following it and it gets stronger. But at the end of the day, um, I often believe that if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no, because there's no such thing as fuck maybe. So if you're in a fuck maybe life, you need to get out of it. <laughs> you need to get out of it fast. Like that is not where you belong. So if you're like, mm, okay, I kind of, I'm okay where I am now, like in that relationship, in the job, in the lifestyle that you're living, whatever space that you're in now, the environment you're in now, if you're like, it's okay. No, that's not a fuck yes. Like I am I'm trying to wake people up and inspire them to live a fuck yes life, a full body fuck yes life. So what that means is that when you get into that space, are you going, oh my gosh, holy shit, this is my life. Like what the hell happened? I cannot believe I'm here. That is the life we should all be living. And if you don't aspire to that life that totally lights you up, then what are you even doing? You've got one life. What are you doing if you're not living a fuck yes life? And that feeling is, it, it comes down to when someone asks you a question and you can do it in like little steps and try and test it. Like someone says to you, do you want um, noodles for lunch or do you want to go get some Vietnamese? I mean, that's probably noodles as well. So do you want a burger for lunch or do you want Vietnamese noodles? At one of those, in that moment, you're going to be like, oh, fuck yes, noodles. That's exactly what I feel like. And you're like, mm, a burger. I don't know if I feel like a burger. You're not going to say not yes to the burger. But a lot of people are saying yes to the burger, even though they want the fuck yes noodles. That lights them up. They're like, oh, yes, that's exactly like you just said that. And my brain just went, oh, yes, that's what I want. So you can bring it down to those small little decisions. Now, Start doing that in every decision that you make. Follow the fuck yes in every single little decision that you make. Like, 
do I really want this job? If you're like, mm, well, it's paying my bills and it kind of like makes me survive and I have to, and no, that's not a fuck yes. If you're like, fuck yes, I love my job. I love the people I work with. Yes, I have to work hard sometimes and everyone has to work hard. And sometimes there's a little bit of things in your job that you don't really like to do. That's okay. But in 80% of the time, you're like, fuck yes, I love my job. That's good place to be. If you're like, I don't want to go to work today. I don't want to go to work any day. I hate the people I work with. It doesn't light me up. I hate what I'm doing. I've been doing it. The, the main thing people do is they, they do it for like 25 years to 40 years. And I'm like, they've hated their job for 40 years. I'm, I'm like, I cannot be there. And I don't want people to be there as well. So follow the fuck yes. If someone had to say, I can give you a, a, a business now and we can build it together and you can work from your laptop from home or from anywhere and you can make your money that you're making in your job now in your business, what would you say? I mean, for me, that's a total fuck yes. You can have your freedom, your, you can go and leave whenever you want. When You don't have to be like confined by the business rules and regulations and all of those kind of things. You don't have to be confined by your job. You can do all these epic things and then still make money by being a business owner. For me, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a total fuck yes. So why not? Why not follow that? Because the risk of not following that is just being same in the same place. The cost of inaction is being where you are right now, which is not a fuck yes, in a year's time or five years time or 10 years time. And that's just total no for me. I love that. <laughs> so I know that you also like uh, talking about manifestation. So what's your favorite personal manifestation success story and how did it happen? Mm, I often think that, well, not I often think, but you are always manifesting, even when you're not, when you don't think so. So even back when I wasn't sitting with a journal and, and consciously manifesting things, I was manifesting. and. The, the key to manifestation is knowing what you want. That's the first step is deciding fully that on and getting clear on what exactly you want. So when I go back in my life and I look at what I've manifested, the biggest thing that I've manifested is my now husband through going through a relationship with a guy that was good. Yeah, I was with him for quite a long time. It was good. He was not for me. And during the end of that relationship, I started to really try and identify what, it, what was missing from this relationship. What, is, what was it that I actually wanted? So there was nothing wrong with the relationship, but it wasn't a fuck yes. There was something missing. And I had to decide what the hell I wanted. So I, I really, I wrote down what am, what am I missing from this relationship? What is really calling me? And what, one of the things was that pure affection and adoration the being able to communicate with your partner so clearly and effectively. Um, and a couple of other things that I just, I was like, Hey, this is what I need in a relationship. And even going back to that old relationship, I would go, okay, I'm clearly not getting these things. And I had this list of almost non-negotiables that I wanted in a relationship. And when that relationship ended, it took about, six months, which was quite annoying because I'd been in the previous relationship since I was 16 for about eight years. So I did not want to get into another relationship very quickly, but it took about a couple, a couple of months. And all of a sudden I had this guy in my life that was all of these things that I wanted, which again was a little bit annoying because I wanted to be free and be single. I'd never been single in my life, but I was presented with this, this, per, the, the, this I'm not going to say perfect because I think it, people are perfect for you. I don't think no, nobody's ever perfect. But I was presented with this person with these things that are exactly what I asked for. And now we're married. We've got a baby. We've got a new baby on the way. So I think that was one of the biggest manifestations I can, that, that could have come to me. But it's all about getting clear on what you want and having those as non-negotiables. Those, those non-negotiables, you're like, this is my life. This is what I require in a relationship, in a job, in an environment for my kids, whatever it is, in your health, whatever, in any area of your life, those are, what, those are the things that you, those are the bar that you raise. And that's, you don't take anything less than that. 
And when you don't take anything less, that's the key is you stop going back to your old patterns. When you don't take anything less than what you want, those things start showing up for you. And the more you choose those things over your old patterns, the more you ask for the universe for more of that. So yeah, it's get clear, get clear on what you want and don't take that. Don't take no for an answer. Only choose the thing that you want. I love that. Such a good story. <laughs> Thank you. So let's end this interview with some rapid fire questions. So first mm. question, what's your zodiac sign? Oh, I'm a Leo, sun and Pisces moon. Uh, what's your human design type? <laughs> manifesting generator. I'm also manifesting generator. Ah, cool. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite place you travel to and why? Um, I loved Vietnam. I went to Vietnam with a friend when we were both working and we went on a Kentucky and it was one of the best things I'd ever done because we, we traveled together and we had so much fun together and it was just like, you know, that, that best friend connection that you just had the, an absolute ball and there was so, so many good memories from that. So much good food. Oh my gosh. Vietnam has amazing food and just, yeah, a beautiful, beautiful experience. And uh, <laughs> what does your dream life look like? Great question. My dream life is free and spontaneous. Uh, it's, it's where I have this business that I can create and do what I want when I want. I've, my, my top value is freedom. And that's time freedom, m- money freedom, all the freedoms that you can get from life. Choice, freedom of choice is being able to do what I want when I want. So it's about going, hey, um, I, I found these tickets online to go to Vietnam. <laughs> Why don't we just pack everything up and go to Vietnam for three months? And it's not going, okay, well, now I have to put in leave. I have to, you know, ask my boss permission. I have to do all these things. And what, what are we going to do? It's like, no, we can just go do those things. And it's about the freedom of choice to do any of that kind of stuff. So my dream life is um, one full of abundance of spontaneity, of adventure and of freedom. I love that. So where can our listeners find you online? Oh, I'm playing a lot on Instagram at the moment. I've always been on Instagram, but I'm having so much fun with the reels at the moment. So come and find me there um, because it's a lot of fun on on Instagram. So I'm at NicoleMiddleton.co on Instagram. And another beautiful place to find me is on Facebook. I've got a a tribe called We Are Wildfire. And this tribe is all about activating your soul aligned business. So there's a lot of talk in there about limiting beliefs and what comes up in early stages of business. And there's also a lot of tips about manifestation and um, a lot of action steps that you can take to launch your business and that sort of thing. So come and find us. It's called We Are Wildfire on Facebook. Amazing. So I will leave all those links in the show notes below so that our listeners can connect with you. And thank you so much, Nicole, for joining me today. It was such a pleasure. Amazing. It was great. Thank you so much. And those are amazing questions, really, really deep. So thank you for having me. And it's been so good to get to know you. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this interview. And if you have a goal you want to achieve, but you need help with mindset, accountability, staying on track and making consistent progress, then I invite you to book a free consultation. If you feel called to work with me in my one-on-one coaching program, which is specifically designed to help you stop falling off track and reach your goal. All you need to do to get started is to book a free consultation with me where we'll discuss the obstacles you're facing, you'll gain clarity on what needs to be done to achieve your goal, and we'll discuss how I can help you achieve your goal. So the link to book your free consultation is in the show notes below, or just go to laivana.com coaching and you'll find all the information and you can read the transformations of my previous clients as well on that site. Other than that, thank you so much for listening to this episode and for choosing to spend some time on this podcast. I appreciate you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.